And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 118 today. The first round of the playoff recap. Your host, CJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savaro, my brother, Chris Savaro. Kurtzman, how you doing tonight, brother? Oh, I can't believe you actually introduced Chris on the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. Been a while since we uh, got together and recorded, so going to be a lot of talking to me today, I imagine. Dad. How you feeling tonight? Yeah, I said I missed the uh, first round of the playoffs. It was upset city. Uh, I don't think I picked one game right. I, I think me and you were both 0-4 and, and Kurtzman was 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I was 4-0. and You were 4-0. <laughs> All right. Unofficial, unofficial 4-0 there. Yeah, Chris yeah, is – Chris is – he's lock of the week, 0-3. Um, let's start. Big, big week of the playoffs every – Higher seed lost every lower seed won. Um, that has definitely never happened before, correct? Yeah, we went back. It's been all one seeds making the finals. This will be the first year the one seed isn't in the championship game. Wow. Um, yeah, the lowest this will be the lowest seeds in the championship game. We never had a seed lower than four in the championship game. So um gonna be uh gonna be interesting. All right, let's start with the first game of the day. Steelers versus the Seahawks. Zero points were scored on the Seahawks side. Shout out to the Steelers defense and Suroff and company get a big playoff win against the Seahawks team that uh, that I picked. What was the score of that game? Nineteen nothing. Nineteen to nothing. Kurtzman. Um. So I, I feel like the St- Suroff led teams are always just so prepared, and that's why you can never count them out of a game, especially a playoff game. Um. They came in and they just really did what they did. Bowen played really well. Played like a, played like a top round pick, like he was supposed to. Caught a couple touchdowns. Was making plays on defense. Um. A lot of pass breakups on the Steelers side. I thought they played a really good game defensively. They had a really good game plan. They got a lot of pressure on James. Um. They forced James into some bad throws. They didn't let him get outside the pocket a lot. And they really just came to play. Um. The Seahawks were a little. Uh, flustered, I'd say, most of the game. Um, saw some weird plays where Mark Okota threw an interception off of, like, a, a backward screen. Um, the offense was just very, very stagnant a lot of the day. Um, the one thing I wasn't happy about was that when they came out of halftime, they went to a no huddle, which was fine. I had no problem with that. But they did it the entire second half, and I told James after the game, I felt like they treated the whole second half like there was two minutes left in the like in the game, um, very frantic offense. Feel like he was kind of just trying to make it happen on the fly, and that doesn't really usually work in our league. So um, it was a good season by the Seahawks, but disappointing end. I know James is very happy with how the season went, though. Six and two in his first season. A lot of people were penning them in for possible uh, not making playoffs. Zero and eight, one and seven before the season. So um, shout out James, shout out the Seahawks. Great season, but. Terrible ending in terms of performance. Um, don't score any points. A lot of questionable fourth down decision making by the Seahawks. But um, you live and you learn. First playoff game for a lot of those guys in the league. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. Chris. Nah, he covered pretty much everything. They were going a lot of short passes, the Seahawks, and it wasn't really working. Like, they really rely on Bryce, I guess, on the offensive end and Mark. But – they weren't – Seroff was getting in. They were giving yeah. Woodcock a lot of pressure, and it was it was like a murder scene. Yeah, the Steelers honestly flag grabbed really well. I feel like Bryce had a lot of opportunities, like with the ball in his hands and really wasn't able to 
pull off the usual Bryce magic we see um, on the field sometimes where he's able to make everyone on the field miss. Yeah. Uh, Jiggy and Joe Ivanak, very good flag pullers in the secondary for the Steelers. Um, and the Steelers played with seven guys and got a victory. Ivanak uh, caught a touchdown. He played Ivanak did catch a touchdown, talking his shit. They got it going. Um, it, but it, it's just a disappointing, se- disappointing ending to his season. For the a good season, yeah, to a good season. Yeah, like the season, like they were six and two, got the three seed, um, got a matchup with a team that they definitely could have beaten. But like I said before, the Steelers came ready to play. Offensive line did a great job. Uh, shout out Raf, who played center for them, um, undersized guy stepping into the offensive line. And the Seahawks were definitely trying to rush at him and try to make him have to decide who to block. So shout out to him. I thought Austin played a great game um, on both sides of the trenches. And overall, great team win by the Steelers. They move on to the semifinals. Uh, I told Saroff before the, the week, I said, I told him, I said, this is your time. You're, you might be the best quarterback left uh, on your side of the bracket. You got to make a run here. And uh, got off to a good start. Really good defensive effort by the Steelers. They should get their full team back next week. And uh, should be an interesting to see if they can make the finals. Dad, how do you feel about hearing about the result of this game? Oh, you know, the, the clock struck 12 on uh, the Cinderella team. That was Seahawks. They had a really good year. Great team, a lot of great players. But in the end, you know, it, uh, playoff experience counts, especially on the quarterback end. Uh, I thought James did a great job this year. But I noticed when he did fall behind, it was sort of was like, a, you know, a fire drill kind of panic mode. I got to get it back all at once. And, it, and like Brandon said, it doesn't work like that. Um, you got you got you got to stick to what works. And if, it, you know, when they got down early against the uh, against IB's team against uh, that's the Rams. Right. When they got down early in the year, when they beat the Rams, they weren't in panic mode. They, they worked their game and, and they were able to get back into that game and win that game. Uh, but I noticed since the Raven game. You know, when I got behind, it was pretty much, you know, like I said, panic mode. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy for the season that James had. I thought he played really well. And like I said, that was a really good team he put together. He knows what it takes to win in this league. He was uh, in the championship uh, last season with Kurtzman. He, uh, you know, had a great run this year. He barely lost any games playing in this bear down league. And uh, I know, uh, you know, if he puts another team together, and I don't know if he wants to play quarterback anymore, but – he puts a team in, uh, he'll, he'll know what it takes to win in this league. And as for the Steelers moving on to the semifinal here? Yeah. I, I, I told Surhoff this the, the first year that he played that he, he's going to win in this league because he's that type of player. And uh, like Kersman said, he's the, he's the best quarterback left in the, uh, in the class and the playoff class. Uh, I do expect them to go a, a little further because of that experience. So uh, maybe this is their year. Um, shout out to everyone on the Seahawks for playing in the league. A lot of new guys in the league. That was a really good team. That was a fun team to watch all season. Definitely exceeded expectations. As for the Steelers moving on and advancing, Kurtzman, like you said, on that side of the bracket, this is definitely a make-a-run side of the bracket here for Suroff. And when you you take into the fact that they, they let up zero points in that game, when you were – I think, Kurtzman, you on the preview were talking about, how, you know, their defense and you were hyping them up a little bit. And we talked about Joe Ivanak being back, playing wide receiver for them, being someone that Saros can be able to go to, and then him scoring a touchdown in this playoff game, obviously bringing energy. You have to like the way that they look moving forward, no? No, I, I do. And I, I told Saros after the game, I said, it's yours to lose. It's yours to lose. Your guys are playing. They're playing well on both sides of the ball, and you come in super prepared. You have a chance to win. Saros a winner. And this is two times in three seasons he's made the semifinals. He's won a playoff game every year he's been in the league. So 
Um, good stat. Good stuff from Sarah. That's a good stat. Yeah. Good stat. Yeah. No, listen, uh, I, I respect Sarov's game and he's got another level. I think he could take it to, um, yeah. I just want to shout out the guys on the Seahawks first year guys, good seasons, Kyle Nibs, um, Mark Okoda, Steve Giroux, Domicelli, uh, Ibrahim thought they all played really well in their first seasons. Um, hope to have those guys back in the future. Yeah, they're a plus to the league. I hope to see them back also. Agreed. Okay. All right. You have stats or are we moving on? Nah, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of lazy with the stats this week. All right, there you go. Let's move on. Next game here. We have the Packers against the Ravens. Let's start off with this. Dad, you came on the podcast <laughs> and proclaimed. <laughs> you said they, they, they're not going to lose another game the rest of the season. And then since you've said that, yeah, they haven't won a single game. <laughs> They did not win a single game. No, they beat the Seahawks at first. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, uh, Chris, we're talk about the game. Um, I thought this was a game of runs and momentum. So Ravens come out with a lot of energy, very talkative, score on their first drive. Um, they were talking, they were getting ra- the Packers a little rattled. Um, Pip after the touchdown comes out, goes uh, throws an interception to Rich Ritter, and um. I just looked at Joey. I said, yo, calm the hell down. Like, like just calm down. Like, he was very jittery. Um, Didn't look like himself out there. Ravens get out to a 12-0 lead. I thought maybe that uh, it was going to be a quick one. It could be a blowout. But the Ravens responded well. They punched them back after taking a couple hits. And from the 12, when it it got to 12-0, I'm pretty sure, they went on a 27-0 to end the game. Or a 25-0, whatever the final score was. Um. Tom Garvey, star of the show, doing absolutely everything for the Packers. Caught two long touchdowns, um, had a couple pass breakups in the secondary, talking his shit. Um, the old vet was getting it done. Uh, not, the offensive line and defensive line played great for the Packers. Um, the Packers were able to get pressure with just sending Chase and Hughes and dropping five into the secondary, which, which I've talked about many times in this podcast, that that is just the way that you win in yeah. this league and play defense and can really win. Um, the Packers are a good team, man. When they're fully there and ready to go and engaged, um, they're, they're different. They're a really good team. Uh, Joe Pitt playing in the middle, Tom Garvey. Um, they, they got guys. They got guys that can make plays, and Pitt was doing his thing, running the ball, had an interception on defense. Um, yeah, it, it, this Packers team, it's been a little up and down this season, but I think that's more just because of who's shown up and who hasn't. But uh, they've been clicking the last four weeks or so, so uh, they got a chance to make a run to the chip. It wasn't um, 12-0. Oh, it, was, it wasn't? It was 6-6 because Garvey oh, okay. scored the next touch, uh, touchdown after the okay. touchdown, I okay. think. Okay. And right. it okay. ended 25-18. Oh, uh, yeah. they scored a late one. They scored a late one. Honestly, okay. it came down to Justin Suarez showing up. He came late. Immediately – like, as soon as he showed up, it kind of just switched the whole defensive side for the Packers, and he started making plays on offense. He kind of did everything. Garvey started eating, and they just – they were better. They were the better team, you know? Like, Garvey was the best player on the field at that on, – well, on he that was. Day. He was. Yeah. They were all just playing good. He was – they all had energy, too. Like, uh, usually you hear the, the Ravens loud, but they weren't really too loud. And you know, the, the Ravens threw a punch. The Ravens threw a punch, but the Packers punched about four times back. So they throw they they pull flags. 
Yeah, no, they did. 100%. Yeah, and Chase and Chase was given was given problems to the uh, O line. Yeah, they were double teaming. It didn't really matter. Yeah, um, Chase is an absolute monster. Matt Hughes is an absolute monster. Uh, there was a lot of shit talking this game. Well, I should talking in all the games, which I kind of I expected with the playoffs, the intensity. But um, yeah, the Packers were talking their shit and get keeping it going. They were backing it up. Um, the Ravens scored late. Yeah, Liam had a long had a long catch and run, and then they scored. I think just honestly, I don't even think. I, honestly, I know what happened that play. It was just he didn't score on the long ball. It was the next play because he got tackled at the one. Yes, yes, yeah. El Chapo. El Chapo. <laughs> Um, now it was a good, it was a great it was a great game. The Packers came out and did what they had to do, and now Joe Pip is has a championship appearance staring him in the face in his first season at quarterback. Disappointing season for the Ravens. Disappointing ending. Dad, what's your what's your take on the Ravens being bounced in the first round? Yeah, momentum is everything. Uh, you can't limp into the playoffs. You can't have a bad performance going into the playoffs. I mean, we've seen it happen with the Oilers. Seen it happen with the Ravens now. Uh, it's got to be, yeah, I have a positive note going in. And, you know, I guess that, uh, you know, that Malaysia, uh, you know, that that hangover just brought into this game and uh, they just they, they couldn't get over the hump. Uh, it's sad to see this talented team. Uh, and, you know, uh, Pis- uh, Joe Piscopo told me, he goes, uh, you know, this team can, you know, can win a championship with uh, with Joe, a quarterback. I believe that. I, I do believe that Joe's a, a player in this league. And I hope he's coming back and playing uh, quarterback again. But it just goes to show you how tough it is to, to make a run like like Joe did uh, with, uh, with a lot of those guys. So, you know, not an easy thing to do. Uh, but I, I credit the Ravens. I think they had a good team. Uh, I think Joe had a great year. Uh, I Like I said, I hope he comes back. And, and kudos to the team that I said didn't have a quarterback this year. But they do play well as a team. They play team defense. Uh, they grind the ball. Uh, and they're finding ways to win. So, you know, kudos to them. Tom Garvey was definitely amped up after the game. He texted me and told me he dominated the game. Um, yeah. He was definitely he was definitely, he was definitely percent dead. Uh, dude, I told you, just coming into this, I, I didn't like my Ravens pick. Like, obviously, it's easy to say that now, but they didn't finish the season well. Um, the Packers were hot. I said we, I like the Packers at when they have their full team there. Um, like you said, Kirschman, I guess the key to winning the championship in this league is – is being able to get pressure with two. Like, who, I mean, who, they, who do they play in their next matchup, Packers? The Saints. They, I mean, yeah. Let's I mean, call they, it how it is. Let's call it how it is. You have Chase on your line. They have to double-team him to have a chance. He is a he, – he really isn't blockable one-on-one right now. I don't – Micah – Micah's a big guy. Harness is going to try to step up to the task, but – there's been no one that's shown that they're able to slow chase down in a one-on-one setting on defensive line. And Hughes I like is that, Matt. He, he's going to decide who he gets to go. Yeah, go and listen, the defensive line gets to decide. So, listen, if Hughes wants to take on the Micah, Micah challenge and then he can go against Harnish and Amir or whatever the Saints decide to do, it's a, it's a tough task. You have two dominant pass rushers like that. It's not easy to play offense against. So, um, they have the recipe. They have the recipe because they have a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over outside of the one interception he threw this week. He'd been very good this season at not turning the ball over Joe Pip. So, um, yeah, man, I like this Packers team moving forward as long as they're showing up and ready to play. Oh yeah. I mean, huge win, huge win for them. Uh, good season to the Seahawks. We love a lot of guys in that league. We talked about Rich Ritter. We talked about Rich Ritter and Liam being two potential first round picks next season. Liam's always been in that, um, uh, in that top tier, but I think Rich definitely over the last two seasons has definitely earned himself a spot in that uh, 
I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, has the league kind of figured out Leota? Uh, it's possible. Because a lot of a lot of Leota in the beginning was get the ball fast, let your guys make the plays behind you, um, deep shots when you're taking them. But uh, late in the season, when guys had a lot of film and were studying it before they played them, they held the offense to not like not really able to score a lot of points. So I'm just I'm, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in his arm talent. Oh, his arm talent is and added. The presence is great too. What he needs is a dominant lineman, which he didn't have this year. Um, yeah, I think Leota will be fine moving but forward. Logan, I think Logan, I think Logan Joe Pip Joe Pip is in serious play for a championship here. Yes, he is for sure. All every team left is in serious play for a championship. Oh, it is wide open, wide open. Wide All right, open. let's move on to the next game here. Huge upset in this one: Bucks Panthers. Bucks Hurtsman. What the hell happened in this one? The um, Bucks came out and punched the Panthers in the mouth, and the Panthers didn't have an answer. Panthers looked rattled the entire day, um, weren't able to get anything going offensively. I thought um, the Bucks did a really good. Bucks were playing physical. The Bucks were playing physical. A and- lot of physical. A lot of physical. Okay, the league is physical. I agree. I was just saying a lot of physical. No, the Bucks came out and played physical right. smash mouth. They ran the ball with Melvin Molina. Mike Gargano was running the ball. Mikey was getting the ball out fast, making smart decisions with the football. And they were just able to move the ball on the Panthers well enough to win. Uh, first play of the game, I'm pretty sure, was Mike Gargano pick six. Um, <laughs> first play, Douglas gets a little – They Douglas and Mike Leva a little bit of a um, – Maybe it was, it was an interesting – it wasn't a good play call to start the game. They ran like a reverse where the ball gets back to Douglas, and they weren't on the same page. It turns into a pick six for Mikey, and from that moment forward, Mikey and Zach didn't shut up. Um, and, yeah, tensions were high. They got under their skin, and that's their game. Keep it low scoring and uh, try to punch you in the mouth and hope you're not good enough to punch back. And on this day, the Panthers did not come ready to go. Did not punch back and got there. I just kind of handed to them. What was the final score on this game? Uh, the final score of this game was twenty-seven to twelve. Bucks. Yes. Yeah. It, it, and it really wasn't. Um, the the, the Bucks got the momentum from the first play of the game and really never relinquished it. Um, kudos to them. Chris, not much. He's basically covered everything. Paul Carter played really good. Yes. Um, I don't remember these games were five days ago. Yeah, nah. Realistically, it was just momentum the whole time. They played physical. The defense was very good for the uh, for the Bucks. Yeah, good flag pulling. Everything just every team that won just played like I hate to say every team that won played better, but like you know, <laughs> like they just did everything better than the other team. Yeah, it was a big week of the. It, it honestly, I'm not saying that the the upper seeds in any way. Oh, touchdown Ohio State. Um, there's the, the upper seed, the higher seeds in no way like came to his game sleepwalking. These uh, these lower seeded teams were just more prepared and ready to play. They wanted it more. It felt like yeah. in each of these games, it felt like the lower seeded team just wanted it a little bit more than the higher seeded team. And it showed because um, a lot of these games really weren't that close. So um, big win for the Bucks. another team that we were kind of writing off towards the end of the season. I'm pretty sure in week seven, they lost to the Packers uh, by 20 plus. And we were kind of saying that this team was um, crippling going into the playoffs. Didn't like the way they were looking really necessarily. And now they've won two straight 
and they are now also staring at a fucking championship appearance. Yeah. Uh, Mike Gargano gets his first playoff win, or well, we talk, yeah, first playoff win in the modern era of Bear Down at quarterback. Um, still has a hurt shoulder, still able to make plays on both sides of the ball. He had two interceptions on defense, including the game clincher. I think he intercepted the first pass of the game and the last pass of the game. Um, no, it, it was a big win. I'm really happy for those guys. Melvin Molina becoming more and more part of this offense every week. I thought Zach Schrey played well. I thought the line held up for Mikey pretty well against the good D line for the Panthers. Um, but yeah, disappointing ending to the Panther season. Uh, another team, two seed, six and two. Um, I was talking to Douglas. He felt like they had a, uh, they were matched up. They matched up well with them. And honestly, I don't think there was a roster mismatch on either side. Um, but they just came to play this, the Bucks more. And uh, that's not to say the Panthers couldn't have won this game on a different day, but this game was played that day and the Bucks played phenomenally and were able to never give the Panthers any type of life. Dad, how do you feel about the Panther season coming to an end? Uh, yeah, all these first-year quarterbacks making the you know, one and done, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, who do you got left? You got you got Serhoff as a vet, and even Deshaun's a vet. I mean, he played last year, so – now he knows what it's like, and he's getting his players playoff experience this year. Um, great season by the Panthers again, really good team, both sides of the ball. And but the recipe for the Bucks, you know, keep it close and play defense. That's that's the way they win. Huge win without Damian, too. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that Damian yeah. didn't play in this game. Huge win without um, Damian. Yeah, they get Damian back next week. Uh, that just makes their defense even better. Yeah, uh, number one leader in sacks for the second straight season. So, um yeah, man. Um, shout out to the guys on the Panthers. Um, the usuals, Jarwar, Rhett, uh, Rob Trino, Oliva, Denoyas. Um, I'm missing other guys, Angel Diaz. But uh, they had a good season and a really good team. Cody Van Note, first-year player, played really well this yeah, season. Yeah, Cody Van Note. Shout out to Cody Van Note. Yeah, Cody, Cody played really well this season. Shout out to Douglas for stepping up and playing quarterback and being so prepared every week. Yeah. Oh, Douglas Douglas comes in prepared with a game plan every single week. The team's ready to go. And he he's a re- just a really, really good flag football player. So it doesn't shock me that he ended up being as good a quarterback as it, as he did. He you fed Mike again or uh... – um, I think he said he was down to, so I think that's what he's going to continue to do. Yeah, I think he played well. I, I'd like to see him back again also. But yeah, also, if you're a number one receiver in this league and you just saw what Michael Leva did, you want, probably want to play with Douglas after seeing him uh, this season. Sure. Mike led the league. Mike ended up leading the league in targets, catches, um, and touchdowns, pretty sure. So, Shout out to Mikey as well. Shout out to everyone on the Bucks. Oh, Mikey Freeman, can't believe I forgot him. League staple. Doug was like the Joe Klecko of this league. He could play every position at an all-pro level. 100%. Yeah. Offensive line, defensive line, not quarterback. Receiver, quarterback. He could do it all. All right. Great season for the Panthers, but as we said about other teams in this disappointing ending. Congratulations to the Bucs. Let's move on to the last game of the day. One of the biggest – is this the biggest upset in league history? America's team. Yeah. No, it's got to be. Biggest upset in the history of the Bear Down League, correct? It's talking about games of this magnitude. Yeah, no, 10 beats a one. Um, yeah, no, it, it was a crazy game. Um, and the Saints almost blew it. They were controlling this game the entire time, basically. I became out early and scored. Dean Mitra scored a touchdown. Uh, 
Then they actually got the stop, but then Ivy threw a really bad pass, got picked six by Buddy, and that kind of changed the momentum of the game. Um, followed by stop, and then they score again. Jaleel had a touchdown, and it was 13-12 at halftime. Uh, me and Justin were talking earlier in the game, earlier in the day, watching watching the Ravens versus Packers, saying if you keep if you let the lower seed hang around for too long, they're going to end up beating you, and they let the Saints hang around, and the Saints were up 26 to 12 in this game with just over two minutes to play, and then fireworks started getting crazy. Um, Dev Span scores a touchdown. Uh, they don't get two point conversion, don't get the onside kick, they get the stops to get the ball back, and they score again. I forget who scored. Do you remember, Chris, who scored the game tying touchdown? Who? The uh, Rams. Rams. Yeah. Span. Was it Span again? Two in a row. Yeah, Span had two in a row to tie the game. Oh, well, the two point, and then he, and then he caught two point conversion to tie the game. And yeah, on the, la- on the last play of the game, um, they were able, the Saints were able to take a 45 yard run. Deshaun pitches ended up being forward, wasn't called forward on the field. Um, and they took it to the house for the game winning touchdown. And that's how this game went. The Rams, honestly, I'm not even trying to sound, I'm not even trying to cover the ref's mistake in any way. The Rams didn't deserve to win that game. They did not play well enough to win that game. But what I will say is that the wrong call was made on the field and the Saints benefited from it. Um, I'll have rules in place to ensure it doesn't happen again. What? Well, well, is it replay? Yeah. yeah, like a, like a, like a commissioner. Like I get a say in it now, so I don't want to hear anybody talk back when I say some shit because I have it on the phone. Anyway. No, <laughs> um, no but the Saints played phenomenal. They, Deshaun, they came in super prepared, ready to go. Deshaun was really good in this game. Buddy was great in this game. Uh, they ran a halfback draw for a touchdown, like a 15-yard touchdown, uh, with Buddy in the backfield, Micah, Lee blocking for him, pulling from tack from the left to the right. Um, they, the Saints played phenomenally in this game. Uh, they kind of were able to do what they wanted, I thought, offensively. They were able to keep Justin in check. Justin may have been concussed after he made one of the craziest catches I've seen uh, landing on his head. Yeah. So he, he wasn't as involved in the game as the game wore on. Um, you hate to see it. I, I didn't do the stats or anything, but I can't imagine he had more than five or six targets in this game. Um, but the Rams were flat. The Saints had the Saints had the crowd and the Saints had their own energy themselves. And it didn't seem like the Rams ever really got energy after that first touchdown of the game where they took a six-nothing lead. Um nah, it, it was a really good game. I'm ex- I'm happy for the Saints. I'm, I'm 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 sad that the game ended in the way that it did because there it was it, it was after looking at it later, like just clearly forward. But listen, that's how it goes. Um it sucks, but uh, the Saints pull off one of the biggest upset in Baron history. And those guys were super amped after the game. And now Deshaun is staring a championship appearance in the face. Dad, how do you feel about them being eliminated? A little shocking, but, you know, we were talking uh, on the preview last week saying that, you know, it wouldn't surprise us if the Saints came out and won because. No, I would, I would be surprised. I was surprised. No, we, like, I know I said I wouldn't be because I felt that they were playing their best ball going into this game. So, uh, you know, you got a ton of athletes on that team, a lot of talent. Uh, you know, they can compete. Uh, no matter who you put in front of them, they can compete. And, and they're, they're America's team. Like you said, everyone's, you know, rooting on the, on the 
for them on the sidelines. Every game, it's like that. You don't find a guy on the sideline rooting against them. How do you feel about IB and Justin and company being eliminated? Uh, you got to listen. He's, he's the MVP of the league. He's the best player in the league. Uh, you got to find him more than four or five or six targets. You said he's concussed. He was concussed. Was he? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's what Christmas just said. I, I mean, he was on the he was on the field playing. I'm still throwing in the ball. I mean, like, I don't know. Um, nah, I mean, Harnish played really well at D line. Uh, he had a sack safety in this game at a point right after a touchdown. Uh, they they the Saints just played better in this game. Um, they deserved the game, but um, yeah, disappointing. This another disappointing ending to a season. For a team that we thought was, I don't want to say invincible, but they they had just beaten a team fifty two nothing the week the game yeah, prior. They, so. they they were the class of the league. They they were, and we are going to see a team that we did not expect to win the championship win the championship now. Um, it's going to be exciting last two weeks of the season: Packers versus Saints, Bucks versus Steelers. Uh, I don't think any of us had any of those teams like midway through the season, maybe except for the Steelers being in the semifinals. And that kind of just shows that any we're, we're still just amateur athletes where anyone can beat anyone. I had, I had the final four predicted since the beginning of the season. Yeah, we're well, <laughs> What? You had this one? You had this? Ex- exactly how it went. Yes, I – I also remember you putting the Rams at even money. Maybe. Huge, huge win for the Saints. Um, obviously, we we joke around about you know saying I was saying I was joking around Ivy saying that you choked and whatnot. But uh, the Saints are legitimately a good team. Um, I am very shocked that you know the Rams aren't going to be the champions of the league. I was kind of set on them winning it all. Huge upset, but I mean everyone's kind of rooting for Deshaun and the Saints to win the championship now. Like that's. That is crazy that they're in this position, that they're in the Final Four with the game against the Packers. So you're going to have either Joe Pip or or Deshaun in the championship game at quarterback, which is unbelievable for the league. Yeah, and then you're going to have Sir or Mikey in the championship. Which is also electric. Listen, to go from zero wins last year to being in the semifinals this year, that's a great turnaround. Yeah, super impressive. Um Wow, I still I just can't believe that the Rams lost. Chris, you have anything else you want to say about this game? Mm-hmm. You're all your you have no clients left in the league. No, I I, I actually want to defend Zach Shray against Joe Denoya. <laughs> I want an apology letter to the league for Zach Shray is is that he's signed to you? Yeah, he's my I'm his uh, lawyer because I can't believe this this nonsense <laughs> happened from Joe Denoya. But that's what happened? Joe Denoya threw hands. <laughs> Not good for the podcast. <laughs> I just there's there's that uh there's a there's a lawsuit. Joe Dell got two Not games. Actual lawsuit. I want Denoya has to get two games. Joe Dell got one, Joe one game. Joe Dell got one game. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Denoya's gonna appeal a suspension. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> I need the apology letter. I'll listen to the appeal. Okay. What could be the appeal? If you throw hands, it's. <laughs> He, the, can just, he can just the emotions he, got the best of him. Sheree was being an uh, unless he wasn't being an angel. Self-defense. No, nah, he was in his face. No, it definitely was not self-defense. Zach did Zach, Zach has never thrown a punch in our league, and I know he won't. Um, yeah, it was been swung at twice, though. What been swung at twice in his last two playoff games? Yeah, at, two of his last three. Two of the last three. When's the last time Tenoy won a playoff game? Was he in the playoffs last year? He lost. He went 0 for 3 in the playoffs last year, year, right? Oh, man. Not looking good for him. Enough about Tenoy, though. 
Saints on top. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it for the Falcons, man. Yeah, no, I think that that is. We'll, uh, we'll be back on here sometime next week. Yeah, no games this weekend. What are the, what yeah. are the, the semifinal matchups? Not, uh, the semifinal matchups are the Saints versus the Packers and the Bucks versus the Steelers. I will not be there. That, that, is, this week. that is next oh, Sunday. Yeah, next week. Oh, next Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I won't be there next Sunday. Okay, well, next Sunday's games, I think, are going to be at 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock. And then I'm still working to try to get the championship under the lights. Um, if uh, we'll figure something out in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, this is, I guess that's it for the pod. Uh, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. No, that is it for the podcast. Definitely. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. We will catch you guys for the preview sometime next week. Peace.